to the Bada Boom Podcast. I'm Troy. And I'm Chris. And today we are talking about the movie that has had the most delays and maybe history, definitely in the last three, four years. No surprise, it's Morbius. Yeah, if I, if I sound a little tired, it's not because I had seen Morbius, but, you know, I actually didn't get much sleep because I was thinking about how great Morbius was. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, as much as I joked, the, the movie, you know, spoiler alert, is, is okay. It's not, it's not terrible at all. It's not bad. Yeah. Is it great? No. All right, all right, all right. Before we dive into the plot, uh, which you've elegantly prepared, mm. scale of one to ten real quick, where, where are you going to throw it? I give it like a 6.5, you know, I would give it a five if it probably wasn't tied to any comic book thing. I think, you know, seeing Morbius on the big screen is pretty cool. As a kid, one of my favorite arcs on the um, the Spider-Man animated series was when Morbius was on the show. And the movie probably would have done better if they gave him the little holes on his hands and he sucked plasma versus mm, yeah. uh, blood. Which, you know, looking back kind of makes no sense. Why did they give him fangs if he never really drank any blood? <laughs> we just try and tie it back to, yes, he's a vampire, so yeah. he's got fangs. But it was solid. It was an hour and a half, so it's not offensively long. It doesn't... The problem with the movie is that at no point does it justify why we needed a Morbius movie. Yeah, well, tell us about... I, I will first... I think it's about a 4.5 to a 5, just because I think we had all these expectations going into it that it was part of the Sony MCU, and they just didn't really deliver on those. We'll talk about that more later, but tell us about the plot. You laid out the plot so well before the podcast. Yeah. Guy turns into vampire. Friend turns into vampire. Guy must kill friend vampire. Guy kills friend vampire. The end. Wow. And then Vulture, a vulture, big bird, makes friends with a vampire. <laughs> yeah, wow. Let's see, what's that, like an hour and a half? Boiled down to 20 seconds. And that's exactly why the problem with the movie. <laughs> it, uh, it never really does anything that makes you particularly care. And I saw it with my girlfriend who isn't, she knows kind of the main Marvel players and DC players and stuff. But watching this movie, she was confused because she's like, why is this happening? Because, <laughs> you know, in the trailers, it suggests like, hey, there's a connection to Spider-Man. And also at the end, there's that, you know, there's those two after credit stingers. And she was just confused. She's like, I, I, I don't know why. She's also like, what she even someone that doesn't necessarily look into the future of these movies or try to plot them out she's like what is he gonna fight next another vampire like this feels like it's <laughs> it's over and done they've already wasted what they could kind of do with this character in one movie because guess what these characters are not that interesting without spider-man yeah and you know what i just realized when you mentioned he meets the vulture he drives a car out to meet the vulture in the middle of nowhere like, didn't we see this dude just fly, like, less than three or four minutes ago? What was strange about that, I would have preferred they just showed him in the desert and just met him. The car part was weird because it almost felt like I was watching a car commercial. Like, I saw, like, you know, they kind of cut through. I'm like, this feels like I'm watching, like, an Audi commercial. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, and he's crippled. He's crippled in the movie. Like, he can drive a car. 
Yeah, but you know, granted, you know, his powers kind of give him the ability to be, you know, normal or superhuman. It just didn't make sense. It was it was edited weird, you know. And all right, so we've kind of talked about the movie, and if you're like, wow, like you know, are you guys going to tell us what happened or whatever? We already did. There's there's not much going. <laughs> there's not much that happened. There's like <laughs> it's just complaining from here on out. It's not even really complaining. It's just like, hey, like this could have probably been approached better because the connections shouldn't have been that big of an issue, but because they kind of like cram them in those two after credit scenes, it feels very clunky and weird. And yeah. I know a lot of people, you know, going through reactions was like, this movie's a mess. It's not a mess. Like it's not even edited like really poorly. You can tell they cut a lot out, but it doesn't feel like jarring. Like it feels like it flows pretty, like it's a simple movie. So it doesn't really like, there's some movies I've seen like, you know, the theatrical cut of Suicide Squad where you're like, also a Jared Leto movie, uh, where you're like, where did that come from? Or where did this come from? This is pretty simple. You know, it's like, again, he turns into a vampire to cure himself of this condition. His best friend from when he was a kid has an also like a mortal condition that this can help him with. So he turns himself into a vampire as well. And they just fight until Morbius kills him, and that's really the end of the movie. Yeah, he has a, a love interest in it who I think is, in terms of, like, the material they were given, like, they're fine in terms of in that role. But you're not given enough to care about anything. And then at the end, it's pretending like, hey, you should probably care about this character because it's connected to a world that we never even slightly suggested wasn't in the movie. You just had the two Venom references, which was I am Venom, and then the two cops are like, oh, talking about San Francisco. And Well, on top of all that, though, it's kind of it's hitting on me. They don't even really solve the problem. Like, he gives his best friend the, the shot. So he's like, so he dies and he doesn't have to be the vampire anymore. But Jared Leto or Morbius is like, oh, I can't survive on my artificial blood much longer. But he doesn't give himself the shot. He continues to live like he's going to kill more people and drink more blood. Like the whole yeah. climax of the movie was like, you're both going to die. Yeah, I think it's funny you bring that up. And now that I was talking about how the movie's not a mess, that kind of makes it a mess. Yeah, because the whole I mean, I guess I never really had a problem with it because the movie's so short, you know, not too much time is spent on that question. And it doesn't feel like the central like issue of the movie because I guess nothing feels too important in the movie if we're being honest. Yeah, like, there's no risk. Yeah, he was the idea was like, hey, I'm supposed to develop this version or like figure out a way to survive on non-human blood. Like I guess they'll probably like maybe be like a Venom 2 thing. You know, at the beginning of Venom 2 where he's like, oh, I just eat chickens. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. But you know, that's quickly like thrown out the window. I was like, all right, let's just kill bad guys. I think it's kind of going to be a kill bad guys thing, but it would have been cool like to put in a scene maybe at the end where there's a bit of a monologue of him figuring out like, hey, like I can do more good alive. And that would have been like interesting and stuff. But you know, to be honest, I, I don't care that they address that problem because I don't really want a Morbius too. I liked, and we're going like back and forth a little bit because of the end credit scene, but I did like the way he looked, I like the way they they visually portrayed his powers and stuff like that. And, and that's cool. But the more you see these 
characters kind of on their own you're like how is a spider-man supposed to fight this really (laughs) and then if they team up you're like this makes no sense but going back to the end credit scene which kind of got us on this like circle of like why this movie kind of is all over the place what's weird about it is that it does feel like the scene where he's like getting taken out of jail i think from the earlier trailers and this is what the problem with pushing back a movie like eight times is that there's so many trailers out that kind of have things that are not in the movie. So you have that scene where like, at least in the trailer where it's like, oh. Let's stay in touch. Well, not even the stay in touch. He's like, what's up, doc? Or whatever. I think he says that like one time in one of the trailers. And you're like, oh, it looks like they meet during the movie. Like there was a bigger role planned for him. Yeah. And then at the end, you're like, you see the vulture costume. You're like, how did he get that? And it makes no sense. <laughs> None of it. And like you said, you're like, why is he driving a car when he could probably just fly? I mean, maybe budget reasons. They're like, hey, you know, it's probably cheaper if you drive. Well, when all these guys eventually do, if they do team up and fight Spider-Man, it's got to be a really good fight because we've seen so many of them in action already that you got to surprise me in some way. And yeah, we got some good surprises in No Way Home, but I think that's also because we had very old characters. And if everything's, hey, all these movies kind of came out in the last three, four years, we can easily remember he fought this way, he fought this way, he fought this way. All right, that's exactly how Spider-Man's going to knock him out. So it's got to be pretty good writing. And this has been not the best way to show your cards on Sony's part. Yeah. And if we're being honest, I don't know what the plan was. I wonder if the original plan, because I think when they made this movie, it was around the time they, well, they had taken Spider-Man back and was looking to end their partnership with Marvel Studios and Disney. I wonder if there's a version of this movie where it was like, all of them were going to eventually meet up with Tom Holland Spider-Man in some way. Yeah, if they were going to keep Tom Holland inside the Sony, the Sony Spider-Verse. Because it's, uh, it's strange. Even the, the Venom tag where it's like, hey, like we suggest that they might fight each other at the end. And then at the end of No Way Home, it immediately brings that Venom back to his universe. And you're like... That was dumb. <laughs> so as as fun as that was, but it seems like they along the way they have may have like changed their plans. I don't think the movie suffers from it because to be honest, like these movies aren't the best written. They rarely justify being made. In the case of Venom, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's funny. It's, it's a, bad. It's a good time. It's funny at least. You know, it's it's a fun time and. Yeah, and it's like you only waste like an hour and a half, so you're not really offended when you walk out of the theater. You're not like, all right, we're really wasting my time on that one. So yeah, overall, I I, I think they probably changed course a couple times, and especially when you delay a movie that many times, that happens. And I probably think like as much as they probably wanted Spider-Man to dominate and own the conversation for two, three months, Morbius probably would have done a lot better had it come out in January where the hype was as about as high as it can be for these these Sony characters and people thinking about the possibilities in terms of the multiverse and stuff like that. With this, it's kind of like now it's been a couple months. 
People have seen No Way Home a couple times. The high of seeing that movie's gone down. Even I've watched it again, and I'm like, yeah. you know, this isn't as good as it was in the theater. <laughs> so I think that kind of that definitely affected its box office and stuff. But you know, as much as people complain about like the the effects and stuff like that, like Sony, the the reason it doesn't look like on a certain level is Sony spent less than a hundred million on this. Hey, less than a hundred million. I mean. All right, you know, you kind of get what you pay for. But yeah, I agree. We've delayed this movie so many times and the hype has definitely gone down for it. And that's definitely going to impact people seeing it or and their opinion of it as well. So got to kind of pay attention a little bit to that timing. And I'm going to say, you know, COVID. COVID definitely delayed it from January to now. But ideally, January, it sounds like it was the best time for it to come out. Yeah, for sure. But we kind of talked about it, but what do you think about its place in the Sony Spider-Man universe? And where do you think it goes? Nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) Nowhere home. Spider-Man, nowhere home. (laughs) If we see him again, and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, he did have a movie. But I'm going to kind of just act like it didn't happen and give that 20-second plot summary that you gave. Because, like... None of that's really going to kind of come up in another movie, I feel like. If anything, I'll just be like, yeah, uh, if my girlfriend wants to go see a movie and he's in it, I'll be like, here, watch this in credit scene real fast. All right, cool. You're all caught up. It's one of those movies like, do we really need this to be made too much? Yeah. And what's crazy, too, is like, um, that's the case with Venom, too, because... Yeah, they set up like that detective having some type of power or whatever. At the end of these movies, they kill everyone. And that's kind of like what's interesting about the Sony movies is that they act as if 20 years of superhero movies didn't happen. Like, yeah, they have like the connective tissue, but they feel like I feel like I'm watching Daredevil again from like 2003 or Elektra, like where... These things are happening and you're like, oh, this is cool to see the characters, but, you know, they probably could have gone a different direction with the story or, you know, put a little bit more time in this and stuff like that. Those movies even had teases of of certain things happening, but it definitely feels like, imagine, even though this is in a separate universe, imagine these movies were made in a universe where the Dark Knight and Iron Man never happened. Where where people stopped taking, never took these comic book movies seriously, and we're still making them like you know ignoring certain the source or ignoring why these characters are interesting. In the case of these characters, like yeah, they're interesting in their power set and stuff like that. But really, what makes them interesting is Spider Man. And now we are three movies in of these Spider Man villain movies with no Spider Man. Yeah. Or even a real hint at a Spider-Man. At the end of Venom, yes. But that was immediately erased at the end of No Way Home. So Yeah, kind of. There's just still more to see. We don't know. Sony doesn't have a plan. Uh, I think it was Joe Russo tweeted, Marvel doesn't really have a plan either. We just have a loose idea of what we want. And if it doesn't fit in that, we throw it out. But at least they have something more than Sony has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sony is just like, hey... Which character out of these, you know, 900 characters we have available do we want to make a movie of or justify as having a movie of? It sucks because I was actually looking forward to Craven a little bit, but now I'm like, whatever. I got hope because I think Craven's a great character. He's better, I, to my, in my opinion, he's better than Morbius. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? You know what makes him interesting? Spider-Man. Hunting Spider-Man. That's true. That's true. <laughs> 
if he's not hunting a Spider-Man, to me, it's it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see then. Yeah, but you don't have to wait and see to support the podcast. And there are ways you can support us by following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, where we're most active, and also subbing to the podcast uh, wherever you listen, on Spotify, Apple Music. We really appreciate the support. It's crazy where we're at right now. A couple of months ago, we didn't have a podcast. Now we're talking about Morbius. You know, I never thought we I'd see the day where I'd see Morbius and be able to talk about it. It's so exciting. But yeah, support us. We, we really appreciate all of you guys. And with that, bada boom. Bada boom. <laughs>